So today I would like to briefly speak about uh, uh, our friend who is sitting on top of the Butsudan here. It's, uh, he looks rather fierce. He, he has a sword in his hand. And it is the image of the Bodhisattva Manjushri. Monju Bosatsu. That's what his name is in Japanese. And traditionally in the Japanese Zen monasteries, inside the Zen hall, the Zendo, there is a statue of Monju Bosatsu. The Japanese version, of course, is a little different. He stands up, he stands versus sitting, but he's, and he holds his sword straight up. So what, what is that sword business about? What kind of image is that? You might remember Monju Bosatsu is the Bodhisattva who uses the sword to cut off illusion, to cut through delusion. He personifies the awakening from the dream state into being awake. Have you ever heard a little bit about the teachings of Tathagata Zen, the Zen that Joshu Roshi teaches? You know about his teaching about the two opposing, mutually opposing forces. Aitai Setsu Suru Hatarakis, he says, two mutually opposing activities. We can name them plus and minus, we can name them male and female. And what comes into existence through the working of this activity is what we experience as time and what creates past, present, and future. And Manjushri is deeply involved in all of this because it is his sword that cuts every now off and turns it into past that cuts every future off and turns it into now. So we are dealing with Manjushri, that means we are dealing with impermanence, anicca, the activity that always changes, that does not fixate, that does not leave traces, that is just happening at this very moment. Impermanence often makes people feel in a way that is associated with the feelings of loss. But true understanding of the activity of impermanence is that loss and gain both are fueled and driven by the activity of impermanence, the activity of change, the activity of time, or even as Roshi sometimes says, the activity of nature. Without holding on, without will and desire, this activity moves on, clear cut, no traces. The sword of Manjushri is so thin that it is undetectable. It is so sharp that it constantly cuts the new emerging now. Today, 
is a wonderful day of the manifestation of impermanence. We all sit here, we experience our activity of breathing, inhalation and exhalation. We experience the activity of thinking. Uh, what am I doing here? I should be somewhere else. We experience the activity of future, hoping for being somewhere else than where we are. The activity of past by recollecting a better place we've been in the past. But what Manjushri tells us is you have to cut through the illusion of past and future and to become able to be in touch with the very cutting edge of his sword. The moment before future turns into present, the moment before present turns into past. And that is the true dynamic of the activity of anicca, of impermanence. Without impermanence, without the separation into the three realms, there would be no experience. Some people try to teach and others hope for a state where we have the experience of completeness. But the Buddha's teaching and the teachings of Zen and Tathagata Zen in particular teach that that is not the true state of completeness. As long as there is separation, as long as there is discrimination between past, present and future, between subject and object, it is only an illusion. And Zen practice tries to teach us how to break through that illusion. That's where all our wonderful Zen tricks come from. Hello! Where are you? Where are you? That is the question. When you hear this sound, the Roshi always says, and then he makes some kind of sound. Where are you? That is the tame version. The really fierce version of Manjushri swinging his sword, you will find nowhere else than in your own life. Every day, every day you will encounter the sword just going through your ideas, slashing your hopes, turning present into past. And the more you attach to the ideas of future and the past, the more you will actually miss the sword and not be at the edge of it. Cutting sounds so fierce. It sounds very cold, but truly, as a bodhisattva, Manjushri is a bodhisattva of compassion. 
if we want to be bodhisattvas just like Manjushri, it is our calling through our, by ourselves to gain that understanding and to be able to share it with others, to be able to go out to those who are suffering and to help them, not by telling them that it's all an illusion, but by helping and facilitating that they are able to cut through that themselves. Introduce them to the sword of Manjushri. Introduce them through your being, through your being able to go from moment to moment without any trace. When there is no delusion to be cut off, when there is no illusions left, the sword of Manjushri rests and he sleeps. And in the next moment, he wakes up again. This is the activity of our consciousness, the activity of nature, of time, the activity of Dharma, indiscriminately. On the Han, the wooden board, which we don't have here, unfortunately, it says, Toki hito fumatazu, time does not wait for humans. The sword will move. Illusions, delusions will be cut. Every breath, every moment of our lives is that very call to not get stuck, to stay at the very edge of Manjushri's sword. <laughs>